0: Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. Praise Lord, everybody. I got a long message for everybody. Oh, I, I hear the echo. Anyway, so the first question I have is, why is this guy in his uniform trying to teach the word of God? Have you ever had one of those days that you just say is one of those days? That was today. So forgive me, okay, if I don't look my best. But um, here's the thing, okay? Well, let's pray before anything. Lord Jesus, thank you, God, for this body of believers, God. Lord, thank you for 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 the thing that you put in my heart, God, for this decision to do this. Pray that you help me and the others to bring it for your honor, for your glory, in Jesus' name. So about a few weeks ago, right, so I'm heading to work. And uh, to me, it works better hearing the Word of God, okay? Because when I read, for some reason, my eyes go all over the page, and I don't get it. So I like to hear it. So, so I was listening. And uh, that particular day, I was in the book of Proverbs. Now, I was in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 31. Does anybody know what Proverbs 31 says? Okay, not the boys, just the girls. Do you guys know what it says? What does it say? No, it's the virtuous woman. And I, and I get it. I get it. So Proverbs 31 talks about a virtuous woman. She has such a value that is indescribable. It's better than rubies. It's better than gold. That's that kind of woman I'm talking about, Gigi. You can be one too. Okay? So as I'm reading, the, not reading, listening to the word of God, and the Lord is just laying all the steps. All, I said, I have one. I got one. Now, so I heard in my heart the Lord said to me, right? So how are you going to honor your wife? Not privately, but publicly. How are you going to honor her? And I said, oh my God, how am I going to do that? So I started thinking about it and thinking about it. And then I had some crazy ideas, right? And then I called the pastor. I said, pastor, this is what I feel like doing. Uh, this is what the Lord spoke to me. So we kind of... Talked for about five, six minutes. That's all the time that I had before, you know, going back to work. So we decided to honor you ladies today. Today, we want to honor our wives. Can I have that uh, uh, scripture, please? Uh, uh, Proverbs 31, 12. Thank you. There are a lot of them, a lot of scriptures in, in a lot of uh, scriptures on this particular verse, uh, a lot of verse in this particular scripture that I liked. But this is what my wife means to me. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. You know, there's nothing that my wife has done against me, but she is for me. There were good times in our marriage. There were bad times in our marriage. But she was always there, standing by my side, keeping me up straight. There were times I was down on my luck. There were times that I had no job. There was times that money was scarce, and I could only pay the mortgage and buy some food. Yet, she never put me down. Yet, she never called me a bum. Yet she never kicked me out of the house. But she says, you are a good man. God's going to bless you. God's going to take care of us. I don't forget those things. I remember when we had no money in the bank account. I remember when I need to put gas in my van and I have no money. I'm not going to bring a name, but my youngest child didn't have diapers when she was born. Because I had no job. She'd know what my wife says. My wife says, Holly, we got so much stuff. And that's what it is, stuff in the garage. Let's do a garage sale. My proud hearts. no, we're not doing it. Finally, I listened to her. We, I still remember, we got $40. I took $20. I was able to fill up my tank back when you could fill up your tank for $20. And I went to Walmart, and I bought diapers for Gracie. See, that's what a woman does. The woman encourages her husband, a virtuous woman. But you know, the most thing that I appreciate about my wife is that one day she was praying for a husband. One day she was asking God, I need a husband. I want to get married. Little kids, young kids, pay attention to this. okay? Don't go for looks because one day they're going to be as ugly as me. Don't go for it. But you pray, if, you're, if you pray that the Lord will put the right person in your life. Okay? And that's what my wife was doing, praying for a husband. She was serving God. I wasn't the world. I had nothing to do with God. Okay? But those things have been etched in my heart. I will never forget I ask myself, would I still, would I be in church if my wife was not praying for a husband? I don't know. But you know what? God, God can bless you guys with the right person. So whenever you're in doubt, read Proverbs 31, guys. That's the woman that you are looking for. That's the woman that's going to be by your side, that's going to encourage you, that's going to lift you up, that's going to be praying for you, that's going to be on your side when everybody's trying to bring you down. The wife is going to be right there. I had a lot that I had planned on saying, but one we don't have the time and the two I forgot. (laughs) But here's the thing. I am blessed. I just want to say publicly, I am blessed. I have a, an amazing wife. I'm thankful every single day. The hardest thing for me before coming here today wasn't standing in front of you. Was how do I keep it away from her? Because I did not want her to find out. Every single thing in my life, I ask her opinion. It doesn't mean that I follow hundred percent, but I ask her opinion. Right. So how do I tell her about this? Oh, I have a. Que- oh, I can't say. Oh, how do I present this? Oh, I can't say. So, this last three weeks has been hard for me because I had to do it on my own. It's tough. But anyway, enough about me. Does anybody else have a mighty testimonial about their wife that I'd like to share? Praise God. Brother, once you're done, just invite somebody else. Ladies, today's your day. We're here to honor you. Praise the Lord.
1: Okay, I'm just going to pull up my notepad cuz you know me, I got to have my notes. All right. I'm locked and loaded. My wife is sitting right there, in case you don't know, that's my lovely wife Natalie right there. <clears throat> um as you said, brother Ali, virtuous woman. How did I get so lucky? God has been good to me. So I want to dedicate this to you. Um, try not to cry. <laughs> I'll try not to cry. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to give you thank yous because thank yous are, are more than due. They're, maybe they're even overdue. I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm going to give you many thank yous. So thank you for being dependable. I know I can always count on you when I need you most. Thank you for having a smile on your face when I'm not able to. You remind me how blessed and taken care of we really are. Thank you for listening, even when you don't agree with what I'm saying, which is very often. (laughs) You allow me to be heard and you provide the wise feedback that I need. Thank you for being my hero. Often you save me from myself. I can be my own worst enemy. I mean, maybe some of you guys can relate, but the Lord knows how I can be my own worst enemy at times. So, thank you. For being the half glass full to my half glass empty. Your perspective is a reflection of your faith. You don't only believe it, but you live it. Thank you for being patient. I can be crabbier than a crabby patty at, at times, and you handle it so well. I mean, I'm impressed. Um, Your response is always kind and disciplined. Thank you for being thoughtful. You care for your people so much by being intentional and relational. I see this not only here in church. I see this with your coworkers, your friends. I notice it. I notice you. Thank you for your leadership. I know and believe your willingness to serve is motivating and encouraging those around you, especially myself. Thank you for always being on time. Although we could work on being to church on time. We can get better. We can get better. You're always on time for me. And our wonderful little four legged critter, Jax. She's a great dog mom. Great dog mom. Thank you for your persistence. You're my biggest motivator. At times, I can be the biggest procrastinator. Whew. Nothing would get done if it wasn't for you, so thank you. Thank you for the road trips and traveling. You fill my life with new and spontaneous experiences that will be remembered and treasured for a lifetime. Thank you for the million pictures you make me take, whether I'm in them, or taking them, let's be real. You are the reason they look astonishing. <laughs> um, thank you for loving me with all you have. You love me with no reservations. I will continue to do the same. And sweetheart, thank you for all you do. I'm fortunate to spend the rest of my life with you. Amen. And with that, if there's anyone else in the crowd, please do not hesitate. There he is, Brother Mark Bryant. Yes. Here uh, you go, Brother. You want to hang it up here? Yes.
2: The chatter box is not what I'm talking about, although some people thought it was. <laughs> I wanted to bring a picture of my lovely wife. I, I had to secrete it off the wall and make sure she didn't see it, hide in the box all day, and go through all the machinations. Uh, uh, my comments, of course, will be a thousand percent different than all the rest of them because I'm just that type of character. Uh, <laughs> the, re- the reason I bought the picture is because it reminded me of a wax figure. When I saw it, this is Black Pearson when she was like 16 or 17, and who knows, you know, I like photograph things. They they accentuate some things and deaccentuate other things. And of course, nowadays, they Photoshop it all. So, you know, you can correct all the red eye and every other imperfection that's there and color it out, you know. But at any rate, uh, I, I re- say it reminded me of a wax figure, and I don't know if any of you have ever been to Madame Tussaud's Wax Museum. There's one in London, and there's one in Paris, and there's a replica of it in Newport, Oregon. Much smaller, if I bailed, them. And that's the only thing still there. Who knows? Uh, so I brought the picture up. So if anyone wants to take a look at the picture after we're done, feel free. It'll be over there when I'm sitting at. Okay. Uh, she's a really good navigator, and even under pressure. Uh, several years back, when we were uh, coming back from Yellowstone, we had a little yellow Corolla, two-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, uh, and... We were, we were out of, going out of Yellowstone, and we said, well, this looks like a good route on the map. This ought to work. This will save us X amount of miles, you know, like, like 50 or 70 miles. I can't remember what it was supposed to cut off. But it started off as a paved road, and then it went to gravel, and then it went to small rocks, and then slightly bigger rocks, and it finally went to a cat trail. But by then we were committed. We were a long ways into it, and it, went across, it took us across the mountains. And we exited down someplace in Montana, I think. I can't remember at this point, but but that it always struck me. She was cool, the whole thing, although it was. And that was in the days before GPS, so you just had to look at the map and hope that the map was correct. Um, okay, and then the other one I've got is uh, this is. Uh, well, let's see, I'll I'll, I'll go with one other thing. Is she on the in the Chinese thought line, one's a ying and the other one's a yang. I'm the ying. That's always hot. The most part occasionally cold-blooded but almost always hot she is on the other hand the yang that's almost always cold and occasionally warm i mean it's the average, when you hold her hand she's usually cold she was the kind that you know when i worked in the warehouse they were the kind that would be in the offices with their heaters on where we're outside sweltering the heat because there's no heat up there's no cooling out there there's just those worthless fans blowing the hot air around not even swampers for that matter so but anyway uh then, then I have one a comment from the the movie the Groundhog's Day, which some of you here have probably seen. Those of you watched movies older than 2000 or less than 2000, you've never seen it. Yeah, it would be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> at any rate, one of the songs in there was by Sonny Bono. Uh, Sonny Bono's voice obviously was something to wince at. Cher was actually the one that had the talent. But the song that we both we both identified with was "I Got You, Babe." So. That's where we're at that one. It, say, it, it, it's worth watching it. I would wait again until the next Groundhog's Day, next year. I wouldn't watch it in the meantime. Because it's the kind of thing that will drive you nuts. And then the other comment I've got was that I always kid her, because when I'm at the store, I lose her because I just dawdle along, and she's racing through the store. So it's always a hunt and search routine. But I always tell her, I look for the best-looking silver brunette I can see, and then I spot her. <laughs> hey, we need someone else's comment I'll
3: go. i just wish i would have prepared as much as sam that's great brother Janelle, you're in the nursery right now, so looks like you can hear me. I think the, the best way to, to sum up how I feel about Janelle is that pretty much once we became friends in college, we met at CLC, that from that point, she became my best friend and has remained that all the way through. And I, I had to do some, some math at the back because I'm starting to forget how long we've been married. I was like, what well, is it? What is it this year? In June, we'll have been married for 14 years. Um, And through that whole time, I have seen Janelle through many different modes of life. Like when we first got married, we barely had two nickels to rub together. We got some money for our wedding. We're like, whoa, (laughs) we got money. And it all went pretty quick. But I've seen her as a college student. I've seen her starting out at Amazon all the way up to... Um, before she left, being what we say is a level six, saving the company millions and millions of dollars in money. And through all that, I, I wanted to take um, Brother brother Allie's idea and one of the verses from Proverbs 31, trying to think of the one that would fit her really well. And I grabbed two. The first one is verse 26, and it says, She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. And I have to say, like, through all these different modes of life, I've always seen her be kind to people. I gotta be real. People at Amazon aren't always kind. She's she's come up against some rough people, but she's always been kind. And now that we have kids with Finn and Kellen, I've seen a whole nother side of her. Uh, I know people have asked before, like, who's the more patient one among the parents? It's Chanel. It's Chanel, And she's like, come on, Ryan. He's, he's one and a half. He don't know nothing yet. I'm like, I know, I know. I just get frustrated. But... <laughs> And I really do. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I definitely have a ways to go. But in everything we do with how she's treated me, with how she's treated others, it's always with love. It's always with kindness. Before she left Amazon, she was mentoring a number of different people that she worked with because they knew that they could have them talk to Janelle and they could actually learn how to be good employees, how to work with other people, how to do conflict resolution and all these other things that I'm really bad at. Um, when when we're in a crowd, I lean on her. She's my rock. She's the person I go to. Believe it or not, I don't actually like crowds very much. All of you are like my church family, so you're like in the circle, so I'm comfortable. But like you get me out in a crowd, I'm like, no, I no, not really like this. This isn't great. But I know that Janelle is there with me and that she's strong. And also the other verse I wanted... To say, wanted to call out is verse 17 and it says she girds herself with strength and she makes her arm strong and I want to thank Janelle for always keeping me going to the gym and keeping me healthy because now I got kids to run after <laughs> but Janelle I know you're back there you're taking care of our boy you're making sure that he's going to grow up to be a great kid I love you so much and uh, I couldn't imagine being with anybody else love you baby right. who's next Who's next? All right, Brian.
4: Good evening. Thank you, Brother Ali, for the opportunity to speak. Um, I'm going to steal from those ideas also in Proverbs 31. I'm going to share verse 19. I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. It says her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. Who sews? So I come home from a hard day's work, and she'll be sitting at the table with this thing called a sewing machine that I barely know what it is. Certainly anyone younger than me doesn't know what it is. And she is sitting there trying to feed this thing with yarn, and I don't even know if it's yarn or thread or whatever you put in the machine, but she's adamant on a project, and she has these goals that she puts in her mind that, Baby Kellen's coming, Baby Kellen's got to have that blanket. I go, Who is Baby Kellen? I know, I know, and that's the look my wife had, Sister Beth. <laughs> and... Um, And then after I was properly scolded, and Janelle, I love you, sorry, um, she said, we've got to get it done. We've got to get it done. And I said, the baby's going to come whether the blanket's ready or not. You're really okay. And she's stressing and freaking, and she is going to get that job done, regardless of the hour of the day or the night. And she's dedicated to that. Um, as a characteristic of a virtuous woman. Verse 20, she extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. If you've been around Autumn very long, you understand why her husband has to work multiple jobs. Because she will extend everything we have to everyone, and she really will. And Um, I love her for that. Um, I believe God blesses our home because of that. And um, if any of you ever have need, you know, both her and I will do it. But she will most certainly make me to get out of the house to take care of things. Um, You know, one example was the tree nearly took out Brother Mark and his whole household. And my wife's the one who came up and said, here's a tree. I go, yeah, there's a tree. Brian, (laughs) right? And so, okay, we're moving, let's go, right? And um, it's the the virtuous woman that um, leads us that way. Verse 21, she has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. We all have multiple sets of gloves, multiple sets of boots. (laughs) We have snow pants galore, and I have more coats than I will ever be able to wear, ever, in a Tri-City area where it supposedly doesn't snow very often. But, um, and that's not just specific to winter or the time of year. My wife makes sure that we are overly outfitted for every occasion and every situation. Um, whether we're going to a basketball game, she'll have three meals of snacks at her disposal ready to hand out to everyone or she'll have multiple chairs that people can sit in, or blankets, and even to the point that you'll look over and she's standing there freezing to death, but everyone else is warm around her. So, um, love you, happy Valentine's Day to you, and uh, God bless all of you.
5: She told me, hurry up and get it done. (laughs) So anyway, this kind of love only happens after nearly 40 years. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) what can you say? Amen. I think a lot of times. God had to make a special woman just for me, and he gave me her, and it's about (laughs) all I can handle. (laughs) I wouldn't have been very good in the Old Testament with two or three wives. (laughs) Amen, but God definitely made her just for me. And we are a a great pair. I tell you what um, as great of a mother as she is, you know I wanted to have from a young age. I wanted to have a large family. I met my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and all that for the first time when I was seven. We lived in Hawaii for the first seven years. There was no zoom, so I didn't realize I came from a big family. so I met all of my grandpa- I met my four grandparents and My mom and dad were the oldest ones in their families, and I was the oldest grandkid. Met them all the very first night when we flew into the Tri-Cities from Hawaii, and I was just shocked. And I thought, I am going to have a big family. I was probably eight years old, and it just stuck with me. And so I thought, I want to have a big family. And she said, I'm fine with that. Then I said, But my mom doesn't work outside of the house. I want you home raising these kids, and I'll just work. I'll do whatever I can, two jobs however much. I don't know. And we started out, I remember we had family, and we were like 10 years younger than most of you back in the Kennewick church. And I remember when minivans came out, and all of you were driving nice minivans. I wanted to get her a minivan so bad. I got her this minivan. It was the worst hunk of junk ever. So bad. You know, we had times when we had one car and that one car had no reverse. (laughs) She is sacrificed. (laughs) She never, one time, said, "You know what? Let me go and get a job." One time she did get upset when I, I said, "Where'd you get store?" She goes, "I got some potatoes." Potatoes again? <laughs> that didn't. That wasn't a good response. Next thing you know, potatoes are flying at me across the room. She's a lot like the Lord. She can be a table flipper at times, right? <laughs> A lot like Peter. She'll pull that sword out and take your ear off. That's fine. I'm go- I'm glad God made her that way. That's what makes her such a good soul winner. Right? That's what made Peter the way that he was. Amen. But as great as a mother she is, she is an outstanding wife. And... She's faithful. Never one time have I ever, and I'm pretty, people think I'm very gullible. It'd be very easy for her to take advantage of me. She has never. She has been a faithful, loving wife, and I am so grateful for that she loves god with her whole heart amen i remember when she she was baptized in jesus name in 1986 we still got the bible she got from brother hurst it was garrett's birthday four years before he was born it was three years before i ever went to church and But she came home when we were recently married and she said, I got the Holy Ghost. I wasn't going to church. I got the Holy Ghost. I never heard of no Holy Ghost. I said, okay, whatever. That's great. Make me some dinner. I'm getting hungry. This is the kind of she had to put up with, right? I wasn't nice like you guys. I was raised by a sailor, the oldest of three boys. I mean, I didn't really know how to treat a woman right and so i know there are times that i'm more like the the older brother you never wanted <laughs> come on ladies raise your hand <laughs> sometimes it's like that isn't it amen but i tell you what <clears throat> she loves god <laughs> we were just coming back from a trip a business trip here and Two, two and a half hour flight. And I hardly ever watch movies, but they had free movies on, and I thought, well, let's just see what they got. I'm going through my phone. And I'm a typical guy. Guess what I watched? No, no. That was that was second from the list, Runaway Bride. Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. I got down, and I was like, this is really good. And I didn't even talk to her the whole time on the flight sitting next to me. And I said, wow, this was really good. What, did you watch anything or what? She said, oh, I listened to a uh, Keith Green album. What? <laughs> so anyway, she'd listened to Keith Green. He's an old Christian singer. He passed away a long, long time ago. And um, I thought, huh, hmm. Maybe I should have been listening to Amy Grant or somebody like that. (laughs) But anyway, praise God. I tell you what, she's a wonderful mother, wonderful wife. Appreciate her dearly. And I could tell you all kinds of stories, but I I won't right now. And let me ask you, here's the true test of love. We're going to turn this and put the focus on you. It's an, it's an easy answer. <laughs> Boy, I, I tell you what, she is so smart. How did you know I was going to ask you that?
0: <laughs>
5: you don't need to answer. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. Come on, tell everybody. There you go. All right. right. girls make sure you get a husband just like me all right and boys make sure you get a a woman just like her all right last up what about
6: special k who special k K? i well special k you can be after me i want to make sure i got my two minutes in here I want to I want to read uh, a, a scripture. It's not from Proverbs, but uh, I really uh, I just really feel like this is uh, this is so important. It has been for Sister Kathleen and I. It's found in Second Kings, the fourth chapter, in verse number eight. It says, and it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, and there was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by he turned in to eat bread. And she said to her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passes by continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall. Let us set for him there a bed, a table, a stool, a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in hither. And uh, I just wrote a little thing down here and, And here it is. It says, A great woman is one who inspires her husband to make room for God. And Sister Kathleen and I, really, we have been involved in ministry all 46 years of our marriage. Never, first 15 years, of course didn't have a license, didn't need a, you don't need a license to be in the ministry. We were home Bible study teachers. We went to the juvenile center. We did whatever, taught. She started teaching Sunday school when she was, how old? Somewhere between 13 and 14. 13 and 14. and uh, that's kind of the way they did things back then. But... We were, and I realize that there is a calling to some in ministry, but you don't have to have a calling to be in ministry. You understand what I'm saying? And before we had kids, we were always on the same page because we were involved in ministry, soul winning, teaching. And I I, I tell you this because one of these days, once you get married, your kids are going to be gone. But guess what? Ministry still works. You still are involved. We are still involved in people's lives. And I wouldn't be here without Sister Kathleen. I would not be the person that I am today without her. It takes two Ministry is teamwork. How many of you believe that? I would encourage each and every one of you, young, even some of us that are are more mature, if, if you can, as a team, if you work in God's kingdom, not only will he take care of everything that you need, but you never know where it will take you. You never know where it will take you. I've testified time and time again, but Sister Kathleen, you are a star to this assembly. You are a star to our family. And uh we are we are who we are tonight because of you. And uh I say that wholeheartedly. Amen. Appreciate and love you very much. And uh all that you do. She started playing that contraption when she was in high school. You don't want her to break out her accordion, all right? She will, trust me. She will break out that Lawrence Welk thing. Then I will have to blow bubbles. Brother K, come on. <laughs> Remember, though. A great woman is one who inspires you to do something for God, brother Sam. Amen. And you better look out because you may there may be a whole lot more in your future than you expect.
7: Right. I know you. Yeah, barely. Barely. Everything's barely anymore. What, did I mean? <laughs> what year was Ninth it? Ninth grade. Ninth grade. What year was it? 69. Whoa,
6: man. Are you that old?
7: 1869. Well, I figured I'd better come up here and say sure. something so I don't get in trouble. But it's, this is going to be really fast. But, I, you know, this is really different because I was out in Illinois all by myself, Right? But I met this lady at general conference out of a sea of people. Dana Clemson jumps up and goes, Kelly, there you are, you know. And, and so I met her. Through that, we went to dinner. But uh, so we did everything kind of backwards, right? Normally you meet somebody, you know, and you get to know them and all this stuff. She buried her husband in October. Or no, September. She buried her husband in September met me in October, met me twice in November, and married me in December. And so we kind of did it backwards. Then we got married. Then we got to know each other, (coughs) you know, and all this stuff. And (laughs) so she goes to Sister Hurst, right? Sister Hurst goes, just take it easy, Sister Beth. He's a diamond in the rough. You know, pretty soon he's gonna get get all shiny. You know, <clears throat> but who who do you know that would do something like that? But uh, you know, so we've been together for <clears throat> not as long as brother and uh, sister Knowles, but uh, it's going on 35 or 36 years. You know, and it's like brother Jeff said, it it is thick and thin. You know, I mean, there's some times and this and that. But she's a great lady. You know, and I knew that one. When and I'm just going to say God had that all planned out before any of that ever happened you know so praise the Lord God bless her
8: well I didn't think to make any notes but uh, and also we all have our little faults and one of mine is that I'm not real quick with the compliments, so that's kind of a negative on my side, but uh, I really appreciate my wife, she's a great lady, she's been a great wife for me, and uh, she's a stable person, and uh, she's very industrious, always trying to do things, make things better, Uh, she's worked hard at this job, so she now has Business that is providing our income adequately, uh, and actually better than I've ever had it. So that's a good part. Um, but she's uh, she's very uh, great Christian lady. She loves God. Uh, she does her best to reach souls. Uh, <laughs> there's this, the thing she told me she used to do in our neighborhood. She'd go from door to door and ask people if there's something they want, she, they want her to pray for. And I thought, wow, that's, that's taking a lot of nerve to knock on some neighbor's door and say, do you have something I could pray for? Um, but she did that every week. She'd make that rounds of the neighborhood. And it got to the point where some people said, I've been waiting for you to come and pray with me. And uh, she studies her Bible. She listens to gospel recordings, and uh, reads, and uh, has always been a good witness. She's a giving, very giving person. She always tries to help people. She very just likes to help people, and um, she will give things to people. Um, I think you should sell them. But she says no, <laughs> no, they need it. I just give it to them, and uh, she's been an excellent wife for me. Uh, kept me on the uh, on the Straight and narrow, you might say, in the sense that she keeps me going ahead. And so I appreciate her. She's been a great wife for me.
0: I think we got everybody, but just to double check, does anybody else want to say something? Well, it's been different, but you know what? Let's do it with the Lord. How are you going to honor your wife publicly? How are you going to let others know how you actually feel about your wife? That's how we do it. We are blessed with the wives we have. I said I had a wife that feed all those things for Proverbs 31, and so do you. Some women of God. We've got to take care of them. Could we stand? Lord Jesus, we thank you for the service tonight, God. Lord, I thank you, God, for every single one of us who came up front, God, and shared, God, how we feel about our wives, Lord God. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you continue blessing or uh, or a marriage is God that you provide that you protect us god and lord god don't let us forget god that we do have lord this wonderful wonderful women that you have provided to us lord thank you in the name of Jesus amen